Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you going to be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today? I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, Mom, can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She has a performance The laundry that is night. out Why of can't control. I where so? is his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randall. Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we are here. We made it. We're back on the couch. On the Victory Couch. And I am very excited to be with you tonight. Oh, I am. Thank yeah. you. It's been one of those like constantly going kind of summers, honestly. It's and going fast, right? It's going really fast. And speaking of going fast... Do you know what episode number we're on right now? I would say 423. <laughs> no, no, it's episode 10. We're 10. We're at 10 tonight. And that's, that's hard to believe just too. so awesome. So real quick, we just want to give a shout out to all of you awesome listeners. Some of you have been coming up with really cool fandom names. We've heard a few out there. Um, I think our mutual favorite might be the Couch Potatoes, which is hilarious. Victory Couch Potatoes. Victory Couch Potatoes. Um, Third Cushion Club is something, obviously, that's floating around. So there's just some awesome the, the things. The Ottomans. The Ottomans. The Ottomans, yeah. Just fun one. stuff. So thank you guys for your wit and humor and appreciation. I want to give a quick shout out to Scott and Ashley, who apparently have taken this to heart of our practice of the Victory Couch. They have a brown couch in their living room. And they actually sit down and go over what we've discussed and kind of have their own dialogue. So, you know, there's a lot of, to those guys. There's a lot of people that have cool approached guy. me that that's what they're doing. I love it. Via online or in person. And um, yeah, apparently we uh, we are inspiring a lot of people to sort of, you know, think about life and questions. And we have one we have one couple that they sort of follow along. Uh, so you'll ask the question or I'll ask the question. They'll hit pause. They'll do their answers. And then I they'll listen it. to us. I love it. So that's so, amazing. Yeah, we just want to give a quick shout out and say thank you guys so much. If you haven't yet, you're not subscribing. It's really easy to get to. If you can just click subscribe, that helps us so much. If you can do that, whether you're listening through Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening. And if you can take a second, if you just pause us right now, and you're enjoying the show, if you could just give us a quick review, uh, just an honest five-star rating, that really helps us out. So yeah, thank you guys. It's amazing. The reviews really do help. Do. I mean, they're amazing, like w where it shows up and, and your ranking and, and how people hear about it. And, you know, to be honest, our mission here with this is to help as many people as we can mm -hmm. and just make people think. Right. You know? Yeah. So we just want to say thank you. So as we said, it's episode 10 and Rick and I were just chatting very randomly and said, hey, let's do something fun. So we've decided for every 10 episodes, we're going to bring kind of a rapid fire. Yeah. Quick little something for you. We're calling it on the tens. On the tens. On the tens. Ooh. So every 10 episodes, we're going to do, um, I'll give Rick five things. It's going to be a this or that. And he'll do the same. And we'll just real quick rapid fire hear what the other person has to say for some of these i think i know for a couple of these i have no idea so i'm gonna go first cool okay all, all right. right bring it rapid so fire on the you're tens. just gonna go boom boom and i just say my answer you got it I'm celebrating ready. episode 10 so okay. here we are on the tens okay you ready i'm ready coke or pepsi coke socks or sandals socks a boat or a train what would you rather go on go a uh, train 
Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Hmm. Surprising. Blonde or brunette? What color are you? Okay. Um, <laughs> blonde. <laughs> oh, he cheats. So sometimes I am my natural. Sometimes my, I'm my natural brunette, but oftentimes I have blonde in my hair. So you're hilarious. <laughs> he said, what color do you have right now? All right. Give me your five. Let's go. Rapid fire. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. You ready? Peanut butter, smooth or chunky? Smooth, yes. Fall or spring? Spring. King of Queens or Everyone Loves Raymond? King of Queens. Twizzlers or Nerd Ropes? Ooh, uh, Nerd Ropes. Too hot or too cold? Too hot. Nice. Yes, I love it. Okay. Did any of those surprise you? Mm, No. No? Okay. Not really. The only one where you really got me, one that you had to thank Blonde or Brunette, but you did that just because you were thinking what color is my hair right now right. but blonde tends to be your preference i will just say that but you met me as a blonde so i think that we'll just say that yeah we'll just say that right tacos versus burgers burgers that surprised i like me. i like oh, burgers. i'm sorry no no no. you said tacos i did say tacos i like burgers but i like your tacos you can make you make mm, a mean taco you. you know what honestly you make a yeah. mean burger too first julie doesn't eat hamburgers just so you know but she can make a phenomenal hamburger now i don't know how that is but she does it yeah you told me that which is yeah funny it's a great it's a great burger but when you make it i I guess i'm because i'm on the victory couch you're in front of me yeah if you're making a burger or tacos i'm going tacos i love it okay because i love your tacos yeah all right well that was fun yay that was a fun little start (laughs) all right let's get into it on the 10 that was fun on the 10 let's move forward so in case you don't know and it's your first uh podcast first of all where you been Second, go back and listen to some of the previous ones. Because, you know, to be honest, we, we do pretty good. Uh, but go back, listen to exactly what the concept is of the Victory Couch. And uh, Julie's going to ask me two questions that I have no idea. Hearing it for the first time, I'm going to do the same thing. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and share some insight and uh, celebrate our victories here. So, Jules, you get to go first this right. week. I am glad to start us off because... When you guys get to hear this, Rick and I will have just celebrated very, very recently our wedding anniversary. Yes. So tonight's question Mm -hmm. to you, Richard. Oh, boy. Is, oh, he's getting nervous. (laughs) My question to you, and and you know, I've also recently signed on a couple brides to do weddings in 2023 for for JJP, Mm -hmm. for photography. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I have weddings in our wedding and anniversaries on the brain so it made me think what type of wedding day advice would you give to a couple that's planning to get married okay so so they're gonna get married yeah this, right? there's a couple getting married and they're like okay so what do they need to know master rando slash rick rando slash rando speaks what do you suggest for our wedding there that we go. should okay, okay make it simple Okay, Simple. awesome. I've got a couple things. Yeah. Uh, number one, gentlemen, you are the garnish. Now, mm, I like it. What I mean by that is that when you go to a restaurant and you order a fancy steak or chicken or ribs or whatever you're going to order, right? So they bring out the protein, you have your sides, and then they sprinkle just a little bit of greens like around the edge parsley or something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. Mm. Okay. So leading up to the wedding, obviously you want to make sure that you make your opinions known about colors and size napkins and chairs and things like that. But just remember, gentlemen, don't screw it up. 
You're the garnish. You're there to make the main dish, which is your bride, look amazing. Okay. Now, with that being said, do not mess up by going above and beyond three or four days before the wedding and do things that you are going to regret. Mm, Such as? Okay. Well, such as getting drunk off your keister. Nope. um, Going to adult establishments that you probably shouldn't be there or that you would be ashamed if your mother walked in seeing you there. Fair enough. Um, Getting sunburnt (laughs) by spending all day outside. Okay. You had a groomsman who got really sunburnt. I I did. did. We won't mention his name, but it starts with the letter J. It rhymes with sway. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yes. Anyway. um, And, or or also do something that is not from the heart Mm. sweet. Okay. Because, Weddings, and I'm learning this as I'm getting older, are something that it's it's where it's where pure magic is. Mm. Okay, right? So you've been maybe some of you've been to the Magic Castle out in California. Some of you have been obsessed with David Copperfield, like myself from a very young age. I will tell you that a wedding is where the magic actually exists between the bride and the groom. There is just something there that is so sweet and pure. And gentlemen, do not do anything to screw it up. This woman that you're about to marry has spent her entire life thinking and dreaming and planning and gushing about this this day. Don't do anything other than be the garnish. Um, be 100% authentic to yourself there and be grateful that every single person sitting there celebrating you is there to actually celebrate you. And we went to a wedding just recently. Julie shot it. I was there as a second shooter helping her out. And the groom stood up in front of everyone. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. I do. Yeah. And he delivered the most heartfelt thank you speech yeah. at the basically before the, all the dancing and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just thanking everybody for coming. And it wasn't like, a, yeah, thanks for coming. We love you guys. And, you know, where the best man came over and he was already drunk, you know, hugging people. No, no. The groom stood there yeah. and he delivered probably a five minute speech it was very authentic it was very authentic yeah. himself yeah. and he was very very just ov- overwhelmed yeah. with emotion that people were there to celebrate the, the union of of him and mm-hmm. his bride okay yeah. now i've been speaking a lot to the gentleman here lately, sure right yeah. but i do have some some wisdom for the for the bride okay just a couple quick things one i know it's important details definitely matter i am a detailed person but you got to go with the flow because sometimes it might rain. Sometimes the flowers, they might not be quite that color that you dreamed of. And you know what? That's okay. Mm-hmm. Because most of those things in five years you won't remember. In 10 years will not even be an afterthought. All right? So, you know, be a little flexible. Mm-hmm. Second thing, be kind to the photographers. They're there <laughs> to help capture everything. Right? And same thing with the food and the servers. You know, yeah. sometimes it's not their fault if, if the chicken is not warm. But you just got to be nice. And again, just kind of go with it. And the last piece of advice, and this is something that Julie probably can, probably something that Julie was going to actually say. And uh, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? You're going to let me be able to share. I'm going to let you say it. But the the last thing is what Julie's probably going to say okay. because she's very smart. And it was a piece of advice that was told to us yeah. that we then Pass share with along. other people. So with that being said, without me stealing your thunder Thank you. or our thunder, I'm going to let you you tell people. But what, pray tell, my dear... Would you tell um, a couple that's going to get married? 
Yeah. So it's funny that you remembered that this is something that we do share. It's been a while since we've passed this along, but, and I don't really remember who did tell us. I don't remember either. You have to say it now if you do. But um, at our wedding, and we had a we had a pretty good sized wedding. I mean, we had seven people on each side of our bridal party. I mean, we had we had a pretty good sized wedding, and um, you know, it was of course lovely and memorable, and everything Rick said to this point, I I, I love to hear his his voice. But the one thing we a hundred percent agree on is step away for I think five minutes would be plenty, but just step away with your future husband or wife, just step away with them and just observe, just take a couple minutes. And we did this. We had kind of like, we had got married outside and there was an outdoor tent and we went kind of like behind it and kind of watched through the cracks a little bit of people waiting for us to go in. And then we stepped outside of that main area where there was like the water feature. You remember that? Yes. And there's not a lot I remember about our wedding day or our reception, but I hold very close to me the five minutes we took. And there's one picture of us that the photographer got as we were, they were about to cue us up to come in to be announced. And it was like the end of that moment and in that essence. And we look so you use the word pure. I think we look pure. We look elated. We just are kind of literally glowing in that picture. And I just remember it. I just remember stepping out and it's almost like, it's almost like in a TV show and there's a dream yeah. and you're like watching yourself dream kind of, you're mm. watching, you know, a thought bubble or something that happened. And I don't know, you know how they do it in TV land, but it's one of those moments where, you are almost like out of yourself watching your life. And that's what it felt like in those few moments. And I know a wedding we attended this spring, I told, I do remember telling that bride and she had quite a cold spring day. And I just remember pulling her aside and being like, Hey, you, have you guys taken like a couple minutes? Like just there's, and she had a huge wedding. And I just remember being like, Hey, step aside, just take a couple minutes. So my number one wedding advice is that, is it doesn't have to be long and don't tell anyone. I mean, maybe tell your photographer so they're not looking for you, but just say, hey, we're going to step aside for just a couple minutes. And, you know, you need that, especially if you have a big wedding and especially if you're like me and you have a big family, it's helpful just to step away and to look at that person that you're committing your life to and joining together and saying, let's just be for a second. So that is my number one piece of wedding day advice but. it's good it's good and and here's the thing on that I, I just i just want you to just get a mental picture of this and if you're not married you know this is what's coming and if you are you can flash back you're going mock seven for probably like two weeks leading up to that and definitely the last couple days it's yeah. crazy you're doing hair you're getting picking this and doing that and arranging this and oh the food can't Hosting come through i mean it's it's crazy and, it's yeah. crazy so when you're getting ready to then go into, uh, you know, the reception where there's more crazy because yeah. you don't eat, you know, you get a bite and then you have to go around and thank everybody individually. Or they come up And then you're you. doing the dance, yeah. then you're doing the toast, then you're, you know, partying and then you're whatever. And then That's you're it. gone. That's it. Yeah. Boom. It is. 
the quickest second half of the day of your life. Yeah. It goes so fast. Yeah. Um, but taking those five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is mm-hmm. just to be and just say, hey, we made it. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> just something recent, you know, and this has nothing to do with what you just said, just maybe a little bit, is that I just read this quote that says, OK, when you do something big, OK, when you when you get a project or when you hit a milestone or when you you know run the marathon or whatever, what are you doing to celebrate the win? Hmm. You know, what yeah. are you actually doing to, you know, what yeah. are you doing to celebrate that? Yeah. It's like, oh, we had the best month ever in sales. OK, so what did you do to celebrate? Hey, we just, you know, kid got straight A's. Okay, what did you do to celebrate? What did you, what are you doing to celebrate your excellence, right? So you just planned this amazing wedding. All right, what did you do to celebrate? Well, we took 10 minutes and we took a deep breath and we looked at each other's eyes and said, you know what, this was the best decision we ever made. Yeah. And that yeah. to me is priceless on the wedding day where you are literally, people are there to celebrate you, but you are handling questions and answering this and what about the ice and where does this go and where the presents go and what are we going to do with you know um you know the presents when it's done i mean like you're going to answer a million questions Mm -hmm. and the one question you need validated is is this the best decision ever made and i think by taking 10 minutes it's it's an answer that you'll get yeah so good piece of advice and good question juliana thank you nice all right good stuff on to you i'm coming back at you what do you got all right you ready Yes, sir. Okay. My first question is, 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 goes like this. If you were famous, what would you want it to be for? I mean, in other words, if you were famous, why would you want to be famous? Go. Okay. So I don't have a choice whether or not I am famous. I am famous. What is it for? Exactly. You're, you're famous. Speaking my mind. Oh, well, you got that down pat. <laughs> Are you serious? They know you in Rwanda, if that's yeah, the case. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's so many people that care way too much about what other people think. And our culture and social media, especially the um, the added advantage and sometimes disadvantage of being on our phones for social media, it's truly the fact that, you know, people just they get to the point where they don't fully know who they are. And Mm. if I can be known for anything, it's being authentic. It's knowing who, I mean, I know who I am. It's just being authentic, being who you are and speaking your mind. It's as simple as that. Julie will speak her mind. Let me just tell you something right now. I remember when we first started dating, we went to the movies. I don't remember what it was. Oh gosh. And they're three rows back were about six or seven guys and they were being loud and obnoxious. Yeah, I vaguely remember this. And then they started using language. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. You got me. Yep. So I like glance back as in like, hey, don't do that. And they got louder because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how many of them that were back there, but I do know that when Julie stood up and said, hey, that's enough. I don't want to hear that language. Um. Yeah, we didn't get into a fight that night. Thank you. Thank you. Sure, I don't remember all Um, the details, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, we almost got, you know, shanked on the way out. Stop it. (laughs) But but Julie didn't care how big they were or or how many of them there were or if they were, you know, carrying blades, you know, like the outsiders or whatnot. Um, Yeah, Julie was going to speak her mind. 
So it was almost like West Side Story here in the mountains of I'm Maryland. Just answering the question, <laughs> and that's as true as it gets. Yeah. So there you so, go. Yeah. So Julie Have is, um, yeah, she is uh, a speak your mind kind of lady. Yeah, I think that that would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong I w- with that. I don't want to be famous, but if you told me I am famous, what am I famous for? Yeah. Speaking my mind and being authentic. There you go. How about you? I want to hear this. What would you want <clears throat> to be famous for? You know, the answers may surprise you. I'm ready. The answer may surprise you. So I I, I speak. Um, I've got a new book coming out. So I'm writing. I've been in a handful of magazines. I've been the cover of two magazines. Um, and it sounds like I'm, I'm being boastful here. I just want to give you some perspective if you don't know who I am or you know what I've done and that kind of thing. But I think if I would want to be, if I'm going to be famous for any anything, it would be because I was, um, I am, or I was, or whatever, a great dad. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't need to prove that to anyone else other than, you know, my own kids. But um, I just remember we went to dinner once at Fulton's Crab House, and that used to be at Downtown Disney. And now I'm not sure what the, they, they renamed it just recently, the, the restaurant. And um, Julie and I were, you know, taking care of Lawson. Our son has food allergies. And we were just, we were all in. And this older couple, I guess maybe, I don't know how old they were, but definitely older. They had older kids, um, maybe in, in the grandparent age as well. When we were getting ready to leave, the gentleman, he grabbed my arm and he said, hey, I just want to tell you, you guys are phenomenal parents. And Lawson was probably two at the time, yeah, very little. I'm, I'm slowly bringing this back. Okay. Yeah. And to me, that was like a almost like a prop your feet up kind of moment. Mm. But it's like, wow, we didn't know anybody was watching us or we weren't showing off for anybody or we weren't doing anything that we yeah. don't normally do. Sure. And it's like, really? Are we are we that good of, of you know, parents? That kind of thing. So I, I think that, you are what you leave as far as a legacy is concerned. And I hope that our kids one day realize what kind of great parents they actually had. But if I'm famous for being a good parent, that means that you would be famous as my equal of being a good parent. And then you could tell everybody um, how to do it by speaking your mind. So we could be famous together. I would also tell them that as a good parent, Boy, did I have many days of mess ups. Yeah. Well, nobody's perfect. Yep. Nobody's uh, gotten 100% on that test. No, I like that, though. I like that your moment that would bring fame to your name would be in the honor of fatherhood. I think that that's good stuff because, you know, in, in life there's mothering voices and there's fathering voices. That doesn't always mean... Uh, that someone is a father or is a mother, but boy, are they weighty and are they of importance and do we need more of them in life? Mm. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. We're back to me for my second on the Victor catch. You ready? This one's really fun. I think you're going to like okay. this. Okay. Yes. I okay. love fun questions. Okay. One day you and I are probably going to have an entire episode dedicated to Disney. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Today is baby. not the day. Okay. okay. Today okay. is not the day. Okay. But right. what I would like to ask you. Yes. Is. Mm-hmm. Could you give me. The top three. Best Disney movies of all time. Oh, Your top wow. three. 
That's going to be tough. Best Disney. Whatever comes to your head. Okay. All right. You know how we work. I got it. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Top three. So the way that I consider a movie to be a top movie yeah. is if you're watching television or whatever and you're scrolling mm-hmm. and you see it and you have to watch it. To me, you do that. That's I think that's an <laughs> that's indicative of a top movie. Okay, because if I am scrolling and I see Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were I gotta watch that. it. I'm like, oh, it's 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 Groundhog Day. It's it's you love that movie. Ned the Head, Ned Ryerson, oh Bang, gosh. right? I love that. I, I mean, know you I, you love yeah. that movie more than I could ever imagine. So, all right, but it's good. It's we're good. We're talking about Disney. Though. Okay, all Disney. right. So, but the, yeah, because that's not a Disney movie. Correct. But I think that's my criteria. I like that. It's okay. not like how many times have you seen it, or if you know all the lines. That's that kind funny of thing. that that's your measuring tool on this one. I I'll think, tell you mine in a bit. Okay, all right. So for me, yes, I think the top Disney movie mm-hmm. that literally has it all. Okay. Okay. Has everything, and that I have to, I have to watch it when I see it. Has got to be the Lion King. I knew you were gonna say Lion King. It's Lion King has got to be the it's top. It's like movie. the guy Disney animated movie. It is. Yeah, it's just I good. love that. I mean, I sorry, ladies, I like the Lion King as much as anyone else, but there's just that father son thing going on. Mm. Yep. That's but good here's stuff. the thing, in the new movie or the Broadway version okay. of the Lion King, yeah. they have a song that's called "He Lives in yeah. Me." Yeah. He lives in me. Or he lives in you. I think it's he lives in you, but he either which way, okay. we got it. All right. We got you. So that, Lion King. that song, awesome. Yeah, I agree. That's awesome. a great song. So unbelievable. And you want, you're not going to get that in the movie. No. You know, but to me, that's, you know, just, you know, my dad and yeah. me and legacy and actually what we were just talking about of, you know, being a good parent. But I think Lion King, it's got everything. It's got mm. the good guy, the bad. It's got the triumph. Rafiki. It's got the re- redeeming mm. features. It's got the story arcs, the character arcs. It's everything. The yeah. music, the just the, I mean, it's got everything. It's got Elton John. I mean, good stuff. Well, there's no movie without Elton John. <laughs> All right, so that's number one. Got I'm it. gonna go Aladdin number two. Oh, nice. You know, because that's that's just, it's, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And the third one's tough because, you know, you got Beauty and the Beast there. You got Little Mermaid, you know, which is gonna make your list. And, um, but, I'm thinking, uh, I gotta go Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know wow. why. I was wondering if you were going all animated or not. Yeah, so, I gotta go okay. Pirates. It's classic. Okay. Johnny the Depp's first character. One. F- first one. First Johnny one. Depp's yeah. character is so good. Yeah. He just he just killed that. Yeah. He killed it. Yeah. I saw that in the theater with my parents when it first came out and I just remember being like kind of awestruck. Yeah. yeah it was just that. good. The the music, I mean it's got everything, but uh all right, Jules, top three. Okay. Your measuring stick is way different than mine. Mine is, and this is not going to shock you, what emotional or moment or memory is connected to the movie. Okay. okay? So I'm going to start with, uh, at a previous episode, you you gave your runners up for something. Yes. I'm going to give you my runners up first because there are way too many awesome Disney movies. Okay. okay? There are a lot. Okay. Because you know, I, unlike you, am not obsessed with the parks, but I do love Disney movies. Okay. Okay. And this didn't make my list, but I feel like I need to give a shout out to The Parent Trap with Haley Mills because that movie is awesome. But okay, here are the runners up I actually wrote down. I'm going to go new and say Encanto. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Princess and the Frog. I'm going to say Tangled. Okay, Mm. as my runners up. Those are all runners up. Wow, those are good. They're really good and they all have reasons. 
Um, Rapunzel is the only green-eyed princess in all of Disney. So I love that as someone who is only 2% of the world's population has green eyes like me. So I've always loved that about her and that movie and the music and Mandy Moore. Come on. Um, Princess and the Frog. Love, love, love. Mm-hmm. It was our daughter's first favorite Disney movie. And I have a lot of good memories with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Encanto is vibrant and the music is incredible. And, you know, it's it just oh, love it. OK, but those are my runners up. <laughs> all right. My top three Disney movies of all time. And no. Well, I guess this is the order I would do it in. I'll give you my the three spot. OK, go. The third spot is Sleeping Beauty. Mm. As a child, even as a woman up to the age of probably 34, I would have never said Sleeping Beauty. But when our daughter got out of her Princess and the Frog obsession, mm-hmm. there is one movie that we have, no joke, three DVD copies of Sleeping Beauty in our home. Okay? So real quick, to all the young people, a DVD, <laughs> never mind. Go, just it. Google it, Google it. Go ahead, Jules. So our daughter loves Sleeping Beauty, okay? And folks, I'm going to tell you, it's not for the reason you think. It's not for Aurora. It's not because of the pink, you know, make it pink and make it blue. It's not because of that. It is because of the mistress of all evil, <laughs> Maleficent. Our daughter, at the age of probably two and a half, became obsessed with Sleeping Beauty, specifically the villain, okay? At the age of three, she had a villain birthday party. Dylan's villains. Yes, and her life from about two and a half until now, she loves things of that nature. So Sleeping Beauty holds a very close spot in my heart because it makes me think of her and she just loves Maleficent and yeah, so Sleeping Beauty. My number two spot goes to a girl after my own heart and that is Moana. Mm. Okay, I remember seeing Moana in the theaters and this is also tied to Dylan. It was her first theater movie. It's the first movie she saw in the theater. Lawson's was Frozen. I remember you and I saying should have been Monsters University because that was his obsession movie. Ooh, that should have made my top 10. But Moana... Oh my gosh, just the music. I mean, I could cry singing the big ballads in that. So, I mean, it's just lovely. And who doesn't love hearing Tamatoa with Shiny? When I saw that in the theater, I remember looking at you and I didn't like that song at first. Yeah, I didn't like I it I remember either. being like, this is weird. What is happening? This isn't Disney. I remember, and then seeing the graphics. It was trippy. Which the that. graphics in that when I see Encanto, it, it kind of reminds me, it, it gives me Moana vibes. But, oh, I love the story of Moana. I know I'm probably talking way too long about this. But, oh, love it. Love her. Just love everything about it. She obviously had her dad as the chief, you know, and there's the whole bit about, you know, your dad's the chief and, you know, you have an animal sidekick, you're a princess. It's just, I love it. Sorry. Moana, Awesome. And you already alluded to it. The number one spot of all time is a movie that came out in 1989. I was in third grade. I saw it in the Annapolis Mall. 
I remember the classmate who sat in the row behind me. What who, were you wearing, I, Jules? I what were you wearing? I can't tell you that. Ooh. And I'm not going to say her name publicly, but I could tell you the name of the classmate. We weren't even super close, but she sat in the row behind me with her mom. And I was like, oh, look, there's so-and-so. And I was a kind of fisheye kid, but I remember waving to her. Any which way, The Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie of all time. There are various reasons why I'm connected to this movie. One, the soundtrack is incredible. I had the cassette tape. My cousin Michelle and I would play that thing out till you wouldn't even believe it. We would be in her basement or my grandparents' basement and we would put on shows to The Little Mermaid. I would sing Part of Your World. We would do Under the Sea. The whole thing. I mean, from the very, very beginning when you hear, I'll tell them, tell them, tell them. I mean, you, you can just hear it. You got Grimsby. All right, and I should have known at the age of seven that I would marry a dark-haired, blue-eyed gentleman. I should have known that. You should have known because that. Because I am in the official, I'm joking here, but Prince Eric Appreciation Club. I mean, I have a t-shirt that says that, which I really do. But that movie is so awesome. I mean, one, I love to swim. I love the beach. Um, you love crabs. <laughs> Yeah, Ariel really didn't like Sebastian a whole lot at first. But anyhow, you know, she has a special sweet spot for her dad, even though she was a little bit, like, defiant. You know, it's just there's so much there. Oh, I love The Little Mermaid. I just think it's wonderful. You know, I have a T-shirt that says, you know, use your voice. And, you know, I think that's what it says. Anyhow, I love Ariel. Can you hear it in my voice? Yes. I love it. I love Moana. I love the little mermaid sleeping beauty means a lot and all the others i mentioned so there you go disney movies and richard david i will close it there we'll save more disney passion for the future but i love i think you had you had the you had more passion than i did i just had a quick that's i also had more time to think about this but you're gonna give me your last question which i look forward to (laughs) and if it is something about i don't know we'll see okay what do you got hit it (laughs) Okay, so my second question. Other than me and anything that I've done, yeah, what is the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for oh you? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. I know. But we're on the couch uh, where the hard the decisions are made. I'm going to say my parents paying for my college education. Mm. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm wow. very blessed. My parents did a lot. They made a lot of sacrifices for me to go to a four-year university. I mean... Um, Debt-free. Yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't go on scholarship. And yeah, I'll just keep it at that. My parents sacrificing in many ways for me to go to a four-year university. And um, I am the first in my nuclear family to have earned a bachelor's degree or higher um, I humbly say I've earned a master's degree but um, the opportunity I was afforded to and my mom and dad making the way and doing without and being creative and all kinds of things for me to, um, to to go away and to go to school and had they not done that I wouldn't have gone to the school I did I wouldn't have met you hmm. all those things so yeah that's the first thing that just popped in my head I mean, other than life itself, I think my parents giving me the gift of education. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. 
nicest nicest thing yeah i'm it's tough i asked the question but and then um, if if for me it couldn't be you then for you it can't be me yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay so i guess uh that's the nicest single act Mm -hmm. i guess that's that's really ever been performed is uh when i um went to the bank to secure a loan for the karate studio Mm -hmm. um you know, they they asked, you know, collateral, like, what are you going to put up? And yeah. at that time, you know, I didn't have a house. I didn't, I just had a car and that kind of thing. And the loan was pretty substantial. My mom said, I believe in my son so much, I'm going to put up my house. Yeah. So basically, if things didn't go right, my mom would have lost her house. At that time, my dad had already passed away. So I think the best gift that I ever got was support. Mm-hmm. And somebody saying, you know what? I would literally give everything so you can have everything. Yeah. Selfless. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good stuff. Yep. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, there's so many things that mm-hmm. people have done for us over the years and just, right. you know, I call it, you know, taking a calculated risk, obviously, you know, where somebody believes in you and, 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 you know, it's calculated, you know, I, I've, I've weighed all my options and I think that you'll succeed more than you'll fail. But to, to have somebody go all in like that, it's pretty, yeah. pretty humbling. Yeah. Another thing that popped in my head, just this, a quick shout out. We have a couple who's um, just a hair ahead of us in the parenting game and marriage process. I, I don't know, maybe five to 10 years, maybe more. I don't know, maybe 10 years. Anyhow, they did, um, pretty much gave us some really cool honeymoon excursions. And I think of stuff like that too. I think people have yeah. done really cool things for us over time, but that's a good one, Rick. That's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. When you think back in life, you know, it's like, how did you get here? And it's easy to look back and say, well, this happened and this happened. Then I moved here and then I mm-hmm. took this job and right. right. But you know, the, the orchestrator of everything, yeah. you know, on, on our couch is, is, is God himself. And, um, you know, nothing is, by mistake um and you have the parents you have for a reason and you have the siblings you have for a reason and you have mm-hmm. the wife or husband you have for a reason um but to stop and think and, and say and appreciate those things that's yeah. a whole nother level yeah of being present it's nice to do that tonight yeah yeah, yeah. i think we both kind of like our eyes just kind of get a little softened like yeah that's that's good stuff well we're already at the end of the process here, so if it's okay with you, I'm going to share with you couch crumbs. Your couch crumbs? Yeah. All right. What do you got, Jules? I'm going to keep it vague. I really don't want to dive deep, but um, in the not-too-distant past, I got some not-so-great news about the health of a relative of mine mm. who means a lot to me. So um, that mixed with people aging and deteriorating health and I know that none of us are going to live forever, you know, I'm not here on this planet, at least. And, Death and taxes, honey. You know, and it, I know, I know we're all aging, but when you get reminders that are more consistent than they're not, that's, um, you know, gosh, I need to shut up because I've been so blessed as far as having, you know, parents, both my parents are living and I, I even have grandparents, both of them are living on one side and yeah I know that I can hold that but I can also hold it is hard to hear bad news about people you love 
and it's hard to watch people you love age. Yeah. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. That's yeah. crummy. Yeah. Couch crumbs for you, babe. I got, got a ton. I got a ton of them. You did tell me that. Well, I mean, when I started making my list, it was pretty healthy. The list was pretty, pretty healthy. And you know, some weeks we have more than others. But yeah. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to dive into all mm, that just because it's one. just, uh, you know, it's not worth it. And, uh, yeah. So recently we went on vacation and, um, <laughs> where you're going with this one. I got sick on vacation. Whew. I had a hard time eating and functioning and yeah. It was, uh, I felt like I got uh, robbed a little bit on my vacation because um, I didn't get a chance to enjoy all of the vacation like I right. normally typically do. Right. So, um, but yeah, but that's kind of, kind of sometimes for me, when I slow down, I usually get sick around Christmas mm-hmm. and I usually get sick, um, not usually, but if, if I take any time, extended time off and my body's like, ah, that's when it's like, okay, now you can get sick. Um, mm. I remember, uh, many times, you know, over the last maybe 10 years, if I speak somewhere and I'm not feeling well, I can push through, through adrenaline and Mountain Dew. I think I can, mm. <laughs> that gets me through. Um, and I don't, because it's like, this is, this is your job. This is what you do. Sure. And People don't care that you're not feeling well. People don't care mm-hmm. that you traveled. Mm-hmm. They don't care how many mm-hmm. flights you took to get here. They want to hear your message. They want to be inspired. Yeah. They want to hear some wisdom. So you got to bring it. Right. And I'm a firm believer of that. You know, you don't make excuses. You go get the job done. That's what you do. Um, but when you're done and your body says, okay, I've given you everything I can. Now we have to, we got to rest. Um, I think it was one of those deals. Like you, you want to take vacation. I understand that, but you've been running so hard. Our body, it's time to rest now, and you can't, you can't do that. So anyway, that was crummy. Yeah, being yeah. on vac- being sick on vacation, sick on vacation was not fun. It's not no. fun. No. All right, what's your prop your feet up moment? All right, this one is gonna hopefully give you a smile, and you're probably proud of it too. The last two Sundays, we've been to church on time or early. How about them apples, people? that I even had (laughs) one of the deacons who takes attendance come over and see me at the end of service. And he was like, hey, you guys were in in place by the time I did headcount today. And I was like, yes, sir, we were. I was so proud of that. I was so proud. And the kids, you know, because Sunday's a really tough day for us Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're not all used to being together all day. And yeah, we've, we've been trying to do some science experiments, if you will, within the dynamic on Sundays, but getting to church on time and the kids being so kind and cordial to each other and yeah. like, here, let me get the door for you. You know, hey, did you get your Bible? Oh, I'll get your shoes. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> so it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, baby. Ha- um, hey, let me just tell you something. Can I, can I let you in a little secret? weeks in a row. If you're gone or mm. sick or whatever, we always make it to church on time. Uh, yeah, I think it's the true. four of us. Is that if, what it is? If the four okay, of us are going right, to go. That's fair. Okay, so I'm, no, I'm not calling you out. I'm okay. just saying like, if the dynamic is four, yeah. we're right on time. If not, or maybe a minute later. Up to, up to five minutes. Okay. If it's three, mm-hmm. always on time. All right, but I'm going to make it a big prop your feet up because yes. we just don't get to church early. We did good. Yeah, so two weeks in a row. Proud All right. of that. Okay, prop your feet up what moment for me. is easy. This past week... I made it a priority to go fishing 
Yeah. With your dad and our son. Sure did. And it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. In fact, yeah. we went fishing three times in one week. We don't normally do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool. My, our, you know, our, our son is into fishing and watch fishing shows mm-hmm. and like he's got yeah. his rod, rod he has his rod and he knows the kind of lures he wants to use and it's i gotta do a jig with a with a two bobber or whatever you know he's got all the lingo you know down which obviously i do not <laughs> um but it is kind of cool to have just be standing there and your father's on my my left yeah. lawson's right in the middle i'm on the right mm. um and everything was going good until you know some somebody <laughs> You know, threw out their uh, line and got stuck in the tree. Yeah. To my right, yeah. so Part but of it life. was it was good. Well, that was a cool moment. Cool, cool moment. That's a really cool moment, and I agree. And you know, I like to fish, and one of the reasons has nothing to do about catching a little guy at the end. It's the moments of being in nature, and being present, and being quiet sometimes, or just being with people you love. It's it's a great. Yeah, great we don't thing. we don't even. I'll be honest. I don't eat fish. Yeah, I you don't. I, do, I just don't I don't like the taste of it. I'll eat seafood all day. It's just for some reason fish does not appeal to not me. Not your thing. Yeah. Um, so we catch and release, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's cool. And because I watch Lone Star Law, shout out to to uh, to Game Warden Boone, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or Benny Richards. Benny Richards, who you recently love him, retired. Yeah, we know pre-COVID. These things. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We also like Chelsea and her husband. Yeah. They're, they're okay. We yeah. like those guys yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> because I know that, we had the proper fishing uh, license. You have your license. And we had it on us. And, yeah. you know, we knew what was going on. Yeah, Rick, you were right? so funny, actually, because we had Lawson and some of his buddies. And you were like, Jules, Jules, you got your license on you? I'm like, yes, honey. And you're like, is it on your person? Like, is it on your... And I'm like, man, he's been indoctrinated by, by all the... Uh, the shows we watched, Linster. I loved it though. Listen, it was, it was really sweet because, as you know, I grew up boating and fishing and crabbing pretty regularly. So, like, I know, like, yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta measure what you get if you're keeping it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. pay attention. You gotta have. Let me just tell you. Yeah. So, I'm gonna throw this out there. Yes. Okay, you, you, a couple episodes ago, yes, honey, you talked to Lauren Graham. Okay, yeah, right? let's right? do it. Let's do okay? it. You can right. talk to. I'm gonna talk to Boone, Boone. or Benny. Okay, All right, let's Benny go with Boone. Boone's okay. your favorite. All right. So listen. Yes. Game warden Boone. I just want to. I just want to hang out with you just for a day. I want to ride along. You got to be the nicest guy, who has the strongest, firmest. This is what it is. I just want to hang out with you. Okay. I don't. I, I won't even say anything. I'll just watch, and just hang out and just admire the coolness that you are. At I don't know how old you are. Probably mid fifty somewhere in there. I just want to hang out with you. Okay. So listen. Next year in July, it's going to be a big birthday for me. Okay, call call the show. Just send us an email. I will fly to Texas. I will fly to Jasper County. I know exactly where it is, and I will go on a ride along with you. We can swing by Benny Richards' house, say hello to him, and uh, yeah. So I'm just throwing it out there. If, yeah. So if anyone knows Game Warden Boone, I am. I just want to be friends with him. That's all. Here's what the listener needs to know. <laughs> Rick, what's one thing you or I do not do, nor did we come up, grow up in the culture of doing? What, hunting? We, yeah. we, well, neither of us are hunters at all. Do we love the show Lone Star Law? Yes, it's awesome. And Rick has a special, 
soft spot in his heart for Boone. So yep. for those of you who don't watch, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> you can research on your own. It's a great little show. Yes. yes. And with that being said, <laughs> we hope that oh your time on your couch was as fun as the time that we had on our yeah. couch celebrating the wins. Right, Jules? So fun tonight. I'm so glad to be back here sharing with all of you so again thank you so much for joining us on the victory couch we are blessed and thankful and grateful for all of you thanks for taking a few moments to spend your life with us until next time we are rick and julie rando and you've been listening to the victory couch podcast you can follow the victory couch on instagram facebook and thevictorycouch.com Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on The Victory Couch.